You're listening to Season 10, Episode 155, recorded on January 26, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with host Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Sharon Bourbonnet. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. And welcome uh, to Comedians Interviewing Musicians, episode 155. Good God. Um, God knows what episode of quarantine. My name is Becky Joniel. I'm joined by my lovely and talented co-host, Kim Stacy. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. Hi. Hi. And for the podcast listeners who are not watching this on YouTube, I beg of you to stop and go to YouTube and look at how witchy and gorgeous Kimberly looks this mm-hmm. evening. I, which sister from Sabrina do I look like? Dorcas. Okay. Did you just call me a dork? No, she's cute. She's she looks good in red. Anyway, um, next up we have <laughs> with us the incredibly talented. Uh, we've got a duo here for the podcast sisters. They also look gorgeous. They've got this cute little uh, rainbow Christmas light and this gorgeously giant piano. Uh, we have Beth and Sharon of Sharon Bourbonnet, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yes. You so and joining me is Beth Gallagher. Yes, Beth Gallagher. She's over, kind of just a little. To the side there, but thank he's socially distant. Socially, socially distant. distant. Gallagher. I also like that you have these um, beautiful tapered candlesticks. So I do feel like I'm 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 very much Phantom of the Opera, the Dracula, if you will. We'll something. try and light them. I think yes, to the ambiance. Yes, please don't light the piano on fire. Right. No, that's not that kind of podcast. Also, except um, at the end, please do that. <laughs> uh, Beth is also going to play some flute for us this evening. We sound check with some flutes. We're going to. Yes, flute, saxophone. And we decided definitely we would have a flute song. Yes. Flute is coming back. Thank you, Lizzo. Mm. Lizzo. That's all right, man. She's pretty awesome. I know. Yeah. She has names for her flutes. Beth, do you have a name for your flute? Nope. Sorry. We're finding one tonight. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna find one tonight and we're gonna name your saxophone no name for the saxophone either oh it's happening we've been working on naming the piano the grand dame Ooh, Ooh see and that's why i'm getting this this very dracula you know yeah. phantom of the opera feel because of the grand dame the grand dame, the dame. Uh, and also, we'd like to uh, begin the podcast with thanking our patron subscribers, as well as the people who are tuning in tonight. Thank you so much. If you are tuning in, um, tell your friends to hop on and join as well, and don't miss out on the show. Comment below with some questions. Um, if you're having a good time, uh, Sharon does have a Venmo and a PayPal. Uh, her Venmo is just at Sharon Barbonet, and PayPal.me at Sharon Barbonet is on uh, both of those. And we would like you to know we are starting to track her tips. So when you tip them... Be sure to send an emoji with a fist bump and a bourbon emoji. You know, it's a little whiskey tumbler. Looks like, you know, quote unquote, grandpa's tea. Um, it's that, it's that emoji. So be sure to tip them with that emoji. 
Uh, and that way uh, they'll know six months from now when you're listening to it with you and grandpa's tea, they'll know. Um, thanks again to our patron subscribers. Uh, we'll be shouting you out intermittently throughout the show, but just overall know that we love you and couldn't do this without you. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon Woo! and Beth, how have you been handling quarantine? Have you learned any new hobbies? Well, I have been live streaming. Actually, when, when, when the quarantine first started, and, and I'm a kind of a workout freak, or I'm a swimmer, basically. I like to swim. Yes. And I also teach Zumba, little known mm-hmm. fact. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, you do know. <laughs> so I do the Zumba. So as soon as uh, the quarantine hit, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I started live streaming from here. It, I have a big living room. Uh, it was before Gondam was here. But I, I started streaming a yoga dance. So Ooh. I started out with a little positive uh, reading, and then we would do some stretching, and then we would do some dancing. So that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, are well, you still taking just, lessons? How do I they sign up? Live. I, I thr- threw my body out in front of everybody at like 920. <laughs> Five days a week? Five days a week I did it. For That's probably a, like I mean, three months. So yeah. you don't do it anymore, but is there, I, I wonder, can people like pay you to get those tapes? You should just be like, I, I do have some of them on my YouTube account, which is share in music, all one word, not like Sharon, but share in music. And I do have a few of those videos available. God help us. And, and I'm thinking about doing it again. I'm thinking, of, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe not yeah. 30. 30 minutes. Is it kind of like a Richard Simmons thing? That's what I'm I'm picturing during these videos. Right. Is that okay. you've got this big poofy brown wig on and you've got, you know, you've got your thong. Thighs uh, out. <laughs> you've got thighs out. You've got your thong leotard on oh and you are just. You're, you're nailing it right there. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> clearly I subscribe to your videos <laughs> and I love them. Dang. I love that. Okay. Well, so, and I also know that you're, I mean, you posted a couple of home chefy moments. Have you been uh, chefing it up at home cooking at during quarantine? Yeah, I do. That's so weird. Yeah. That I um, <laughs> like, you know, I, I, and that's one of the things I would do with my Patreon is uh, you know a friend of mine said, well, you should share your recipes and your your lifestyle exercise and everything. And I was like, that's yes. weird. But then I found myself I would make these pizzas and and did a whole how to make the pizza from scratch on my Patreon. And then I recently did a, a salmon dinner. Oh, I love salmon. It was delicious. Oh. Do you put your your because you juice a lot? Do you, do I you do. have your juicing stuff up there too? I haven't done that. I would post the pictures of my, my you know, my juices. Yeah. It's so weird. It's all really weird. It's. <laughs> Do you find it the- <laughs> you're super interesting. I feel like you find it strange that people want to like, inc- like it's you're incredibly. The internet is weird. The internet yeah. is weird. Yeah. Because there's, there's literally something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, me just putting my juice out there is so weird to me but then I look at it and I'm like what beautiful colors I love it I want to watch like when people juice stuff it's so satisfying you know like there's a whole subscription for satisfying videos you should do that with your juices damn thanks so much man you're you're putting me on the path here people people are into weird shit 
If that yeah. is one thing I've learned from 2020, people are into some freaky shit and yeah. I love it. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like, there's a, some depraved shit that Kim and I definitely follow on Instagram that in no way compared <laughs> to the, how interesting you are as a person. Like, <laughs> no. I need to start doing that. I, I think my friend was, uh, is not too far off on that, you know, as far as doing the, you know, sharing my lifestyle and stuff. And, and I do it in a way that I hope I encourage other people to, you know, come along with me on this, you know, yeah. juicing, fitness, swimming, everyday lifestyle. Well, yes. yeah, uh, I grew up, I grew up swimming. I was a butterflyer. That's why my shoulders are oh, wow. shit now, but <laughs> it was, it was my favorite. The pictures, not cute. It is the least cute of the sports. I will fight any, but swimmers are all beautiful people. But then you like take pictures of them swimming and they look terrifying they like, look like monsters all the it's like yeah, like literally emerging yeah. out of the if water you took them out like their faces and their bodies out of the water just superimpose that into like a dark forest i would immediately yeah. shit my pants yeah. oh yeah i didn't even think about it in a context like that but you're 100 yeah burnt. they're <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying absolutely oh, no. oh god uh well it's I don't want to, I was going to try and do a segue, but then I was like, speaking of absolutely terrifying, let's hear it. No, <laughs> not how any of that works. Um, but we would also, uh, Chris has tagged in the comments, uh, Sharon's website. So peruse, uh, see some stuff on the website after this interview. Fools, don't click on it now. But, with Sharon. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then uh, you can like learn more about that find the Patreon and then subscribe right. yourself. So uh, yeah. we are going to hear a song from Sharon and Beth. Um, hope you guys enjoy it here to Sharon Barbonet. Thank you so much. So the song we're gonna start with today, I gotta watch it that I'm not too close, yet not too far away, is going to be the song that we usually kick off our Monday live stream. You can find us um, on Facebook live, Sharon Bourbonnet, uh, Mondays at 6.30. It's called My Get Happy Hour and I have a great bunch of musicians, musicians that join me. And so this is a song I wrote when I was playing at the Elephant Room uh, because it was always a happy hour. So it's called Get Happy. I wonder if I should do it like I used to do it at the Elephant Room with the original lyrics. I'll do it COVID. I'll do the COVID version. So here's a song called Get Happy. time to get happy get ready to roll everybody's ready to party come on let's go my fingers been itching to take a ride across the cave i need a bass to get walking and a drummer to swing that beat hey guitar man What's your plan to get us feeling higher? Sizzling horns, out as peppercorns, setting this room on fire. Come on, it's time to get happy. Get ready to roll. Everybody's ready to party, come on, let's go. 
people been working from home all week. There ain't been much shuffling up and down the street, except to get more wine from H-E-B and hurry home to watch a live music stream. Hey, bartender, give the band around. The first one's on you. We're all getting our happy on. The music's gonna get us through. place to be. Hey, bartender, give the band around. Oh, yeah, it's just me. We're all getting our happy on. The music's gonna set us free. Ladies and gentlemen, and Beth Gallagher on the saxophone. Thank you so much for joining us again, Sharon and Beth. And thank you all for the people uh, joining in. Uh, so Frankie Springheart wants to know th that sax is from 193 question mark. And then two question mark, 1932, 23, seven. Ooh, seven. gorge. Thank you, Frankie Springheart. Um, and thanks. I see Ivy McLean is here. Thank you all for joining. I appreciate y'all. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I love that song. I like that you adapted it for the COVID version. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> spectacular. Very uh, good. We talked a little bit about it before uh, pre-interview style about certain venues closing down and whatnot. Um, but do you have any venues that you want to shout out so that people can maybe support them now in a certain way to keep because I read, I saw this one lady who was saying it was an article about a Kansas City bar that just shut down, and the tagline was, "If you're 
when, you know, when your bar you love shuts down, you're like, gosh, I wish they knew they were struggling. I would have ordered takeout or something. That is every single bar and venue you know of right now. That's where they're at. So, so is there a place you would like to shout out or give some uh, spotlight to? Well, um, I used to play at the Driscoll on Mondays, the Driscoll Hotel. I don't think they're hurting too bad. Uh, I don't know, they're the Driscoll, you know? Um, but the Elephant Room has shut down because it's in the basement and that's where we used to do Friday nights. And so that's why I do a Monday live stream for the Driscoll happy hour. And then a Friday when I used to play at the Elephant, same thing. So kind of keeping that, that alive. So yeah, I don't know how you could support the the elephant room because they're not open because they're a bar. They don't. They're you know. starting to do streams. I yeah, they're starting to do streams. Yeah. So you could tune in and donate. Um, the other places that I've been playing that are, you know, hanging in there is Guero's. Um, I'm doing a show there because it's outside, and then the Planet Planet Rock Distillery. I have two gigs there in February uh, at Planet Rock. It's out in Hudson Bend and then uh, Guero's on Congress. Congress. Awesome. Heck yeah. Well, there we go. Other, Don's Depot. Don's Depot is another. Depot they have a base. fundraiser and they've been doing some live streams in there, but that's like not, the heart and soul of our that's main true. music tribe. And after mm. Monday, after our Monday live stream, uh, 6.30 to 7.45, we throw it across the street. I actually live across the street from Chris Gage and Christine Albert, who Chris Gage was playing at Don's Depot for like 25 years every month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's why he does Mondays not at Don's and I do not at the Driscoll. And then we live stream into each other. Wow. Yes, a matching that. of the cosmos. That's okay. Well, good. So everybody also just, if you can find ways, tune in. I mean, we have so many people, alumni on this show. Just start clicking bands of friends of ours. I'm sure they've got shows, places that you can toss the money at so we can keep our, you know, the live music capital of the world, the live music capital of the world. Right. Kim, take it away with the less depressing stuff, please. <laughs> that was entirely my fault, but like, just... <laughs> You never know. It can always get very depressing on my end. Who's to say? You <laughs> never know. You just never know. Uh, so obviously I went back and looked at all of your stuff. You post a lot. You're very active on on Instagram and everything. And I love that because it's really hard when people are just like, mm, here's this, yeah. here's that. And it's like, I, I want to know more. That. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Very good. Uh, so obviously you're a very active person, um, which I just looking at your pictures made me exhausted. Uh, but so you were doing, you were swimming miles. Like you took us on this journey through your pictures of how many miles and stuff you were doing. Um, are you still swimming now? Uh, even during this whole thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh I, I, it was like three years ago, I used to live uh, really close to a big Stacy pool. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a free, uh, actually spring fed pool. And wow. I thought, well, I'll do a 30 day personal challenge and I'll swim every day, you know, and uh, for 30 days. Well, that yeah. turned into 90 days and, and then it just kept going, kept going. And then when COVID hit, I was like, oh no. Right. What yeah. am I gonna do? I mean, I've been doing this for like three years. Um, but I teach at the YMCA. Okay. And so since I teach Zumba there, uh, of course, we're totally like, you know, 50 miles from each other. 
in right. this huge gymnasium, but I get to swim in their pool just because I teach there and they have a heated pool. Oh, great. Oh my gosh. And do you know how many miles you're up to now in the pool? Well, I usually do about a mile. Wow. So, and I swim five times a week. But Dang. I yeah, I don't swim every, a mile every time, but pretty close. Ah, you must have like amazing arms and legs and all the other muscles that I don't know about. Everything you know, <laughs> in the middle, it's just like. Well, I mean, <laughs> I drink, you know, <laughs> right? It's the I want to say it's the plight of women. It's really just the plight yeah. of booze. Excuse me, you really need an inner tube because you're in the pool all the time, so you need yeah. an inner tube so you don't drown. Really, you're drinking to save your life. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Self inflate. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, so being very uh, active and like you're very goal oriented because, you know, you set yourself to have a goal for 30 days and then you push it to 90. Is there anything on your kind of your bucket list to do list that you're wanting to accomplish next? Um, I have an album right now that was like right when COVID hit. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Shiny Ribs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Tijuana train wreck horns. Mm. Well, uh, Mark Wilson is a, a dear friend of mine and tiger. And so they were in actually across the street. Um, my album's being produced by and recorded by Chris Gage. Right. Okay. Across the street. And we had just recorded the horns on a few songs when boom, it was shut. So to finish that album is definitely on my goal. And then I have a bunch of songs that I wrote during the, you know, these trying times. And my goal is to, God dang it, freaking start recording those songs. <laughs> Cause I would just write them and, and do a quickie phone video. And it's like, no, I really want to do a sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Do some recording. Yeah. So that's always the hard thing is just to do it. Cause I have like a long list of videos that I want to record and everything, but then it's like, well, then I would have to get up. <laughs> Yeah, then I have to finish it. Yeah, Ugh. then I actually have to do something. I was yes. like, or I could sit here and watch more true crime. <laughs> and I think that's good. I'll go with number two. Right, right, right. right. It's, a very, it's very hard. That's why like during this whole quarantine pandemic thing, seeing people who were just, just spewing out content made me exhausted and then also made me like feel really bad about myself because I was like what am I doing and then I looked at myself and I said Kim don't compare yourself to anybody else you're great just who you are yes you are Netflix I am still watching yes <laughs> push Preach. the button I am still alive I'm still breathing I'm still watching <laughs> also speaking of who's watching hi Louis Carr Louis Carr is watching. Oh, yay. He never gets to get on, so that's excited. Hello, darling. Yes. Yay, finally caught an episode live. Um, so uh, speaking of the opposite of laying on your couch, you skydived with your son in oh, Dubai, right. which also that's just a lot. Uh, is this a oh, normal man. activity for you two? <laughs> is this like just how your relationship is? Yeah. I first... Uh, went skydiving in Hawaii. I lived in Hawaii for 10 years. Yeah. I moved there to teach music. I got hired crazy. I was there vacationing and actually got hired and they paid for me to move to Hawaii. I was like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I skydive. My son 
is actually a professional skydiver. He was on a team in Dubai. <laughs> what? He was on a four-man skydiving team. He's been in the Chicago uh, skydive world record for how many people, you know, went down, head down towards, you know, hurtling towards the earth. Yeah, hurtling to their death. People. I'm familiar. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Beth and I were touring and, uh, you know, we were kind of, I guess we set up and played at Skydive Chicago. We played for all the these uh, skydivers that were, they were skydiving. So, so we're playing music and we start partying a little, you know, and then we start partying a little more and the owner goes, uh, you know, you want to skydive? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so Beth has never been skydiving and uh, it didn't, it didn't sit well with her very well. well. You know, you know she's, she's an inspiring person. You were <laughs> talking about that earlier and I just, you know, I followed her out of an airplane. <laughs> and you did it, no. Beth? I did do it. I did do it. She went I was with my to son. Her son. I don't know if he'll ever forgive me. <laughs> he screamed the whole freaking way down there. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I know. Thing. I know I told you earlier that you need to get a Patreon so people can follow you, but now I'm afraid you're going to go oh, yeah. full cult leader and walk people out of planes. <laughs> no, because you know people have dream jobs. A professional yeah. skydiver is my nightmare job. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I can think of no better way to make myself vomit all day long. Oh, my God. Even yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, I need a nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was something else. I went, I went ahead of her with another tandem guy and I was just like we you know because it was my fourth time to do it I you know, I, I've done it, it by Hawaii Oregon so now Chicago and she went with my son because I was like you'll be in good hands she was like <laughs> so <laughs> safe to say that relationship is over Beth and your son don't talk anymore <laughs> no, I, I have a real reluctance to say no to things that are about living passionately and fully mm -hmm. now while so jumping out of an airplane has never actually been on my list of things to do and you know but when you have these just gorgeous buff guys yeah. partying with you and saying, oh. not now, when? Exactly. exactly. That, that is why you don't get the cliche dare to dream or live, laugh, love tattoos because you will have to think about it and answer to it every single time. Someone's like, do you want to jump out of a plane? You're like, hell no. And you're like, but did you not get dare to dream tattooed on your ass in spring break of 17, Cindy? We're jumping out the plane. If somebody told you to jump for free with Olympic divers over a beautiful place. Um, yeah. yeah. Are the type of personality that might, you know, you, you might. There, yes. Yeah, there's a short list of things I wouldn't do in that kind of situation. If you put beautiful men in front of me and you say, okay, you need to swim with sharks and you need to jump out of an airplane. I'd be like, oh no. And then they have, this is your instructor. And I say, okay, what am I doing again? <laughs> Absolutely. No. Mm -mm. no, 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 no. It's made worse when they're cute for me personally. That makes doesn't the matter. death a little bit sweeter, doesn't it? No, 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 no. See, because one time, and this is a five second overshare with Becky Joe. One time when I was getting my IUD replaced, the gynecologist was incredibly attractive. And then he brought in his nursing assistant, who was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. So it was two. Barbie and Ken and I was in immense amount of pain and I thought I was in a saw movie for a second like for for a second 
I was like, they're too hot to be real doctors. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah, there is that. You're too hot to be real situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to catfish people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, before my, my last kind of uh, fun question um, is... Uh, what kind of role does your family play in, in your life with music? Because I feel like, yeah, kind of see yeah. that connection. Well, one of the songs that I will do at the end uh, is Party, Party, Dance, Dance, which was the exact words of my mother. She, <laughs> we were driving down to South Padre and we were going to be late and the bar was going to close. And so we called ahead and said, keep that damn bar open because we got a Party, Party, Dance, Dance. <laughs> No, <laughs> story. and then and then my father was um, uh, <laughs> way different. Let's just put it that way. He didn't drink, and I think he should have because it gave him a heart attack by not drinking. He was so stressed out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but he was into the classical music, and we would, um, you know, he'd have it playing every Sunday morning. And he took me to the symphony and the opera and everything. But I would be playing like uh, like. <laughs> You know, he'd be like going, I could hear him stomping down the hall and he'd go, <laughs> slam open the door and he goes, I hate Dave Brubeck. And then I would be playing Neil Young, like, you know, man, he's a maid. And he's like, you sound like a sick cat. And I was like, well, good, because that's what Neil Young sounds like. There we go. singer. <laughs> I freaking did. My dad, my dad used to say the same thing to me because I would sing in my room and do impressions. So I would like sing one song as like one person and then switch it. And he goes, sounds like a dying sick cat in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, good. Because that's what they sound like. <laughs> and I'm actually doing good. Yeah. I'm like, Thank are, you for all the dads, are all dads privy to the old dying cat thing, because yeah, you say that to my 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 younger and my older sister are both horrifically tone deaf, like suit, <laughs> like to the point where like it was like at one point, my, and my mom and dad have never been like, you know, maybe we shouldn't try this. Yeah. They literally looked at both my sisters like, there are some people who are just not given. They're you're given other gifts, darling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gave another gifts. Like one, I think maybe could be taught as she got older, she started to hear a little bit of difference, but the other one, like she legitimately, and I've never be really truly believed in tone deafness, like a hundred percent. I think most people can be taught. Yeah. Yeah. But Ooh, my oldest sister, yeah. God, no. And she's, she's the kind of person that has makes up songs for everything too. It's all one note, but there's songs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the dog at her, taking the dog at. She's got to poop. We're taking the dog. And I'm like, there's no. And her children do the same thing. Her children will run around the backyard chasing a play, playing tag, and they're like, like no rhythm. Yeah. Well, do you ever do that, Sharon? Like, do you ever kind of soundtrack your life when you do oh, yeah. stuff? Oh yeah. yeah, all the time. I feel like what are your go-to's? Yeah. Well, what what I do is when. Usually it's uh, when I'm driving, <laughs> not the best time. Yeah. And I'll come up Same. with an idea and I'll, I'll freaking like get my phone out and I'll push record and just whatever is, is going on. I'll oh, it. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I go off on tangents. I do the same thing with like stand up or sketch or anything like that. Yeah. And I just spew and it I into my it. phone. Yeah. yeah. 
but my thing is it's mostly a lot of my ideas come in the shower so that's that's where i do my best thinking you got to get a dry erase marker yeah yeah i got one of those like waterproof pen things yeah and just write on your wall you got it you got to invest in an otter box those things you can be in a kayak upside down with an otter box protect your phone still so Beth, I wish that you were saying like, I do my best thinking when I'm upside down in a kayak. Yes. <laughs> Very poorly then. Okay. I do I my report. best on the water, on my back with a clamshell on my belly, like an otter. <laughs> That's how I write. Don't snap with your head, snap with your hips. Yes. It helps when you're upside down. <laughs> it's perfect. And we can hook up together because that's what they do. They call it's called rafting. When they sleep, they connect to each other. They call it's oh. called a raft. Yeah, that's a group of otters. It's called a raft of otters. Oh. How sweet. It is. Who knows? Any hoozle. Oh, that's <laughs> a perfect segue to a couple of songs, I think. Yes. Okay. We are going to hear a couple more songs from Sharon and Beth. I uh, hope you guys are having a good time. Please take this time, if you want to, to join our Patreon. Uh, if you join now and recommend a friend, we will roast your friends Instagram or Twitter on this show, and it will be hysterical. Uh, just let us know when you sign up. And please tip uh, at Sharon Barbonet on Venmo and PayPal.me at Sharon Barbonet. So be sure to send them some money with a fist bump and a bourbon emoji. So they know it's real. And so they know it's from this show. Fist bump, bourbon emoji. This is Sharon Bourbonnet and Beth Gallagher, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. We're going to do a song um, that's coming on the new album. It's called Sea of Doubt. Um, It is a positive song, kind of, I guess. (laughs) And Beth Gallagher will be playing the flute. Can't find my way out 
But we are much stronger than we believe. Gotta dig down deep, find your divinity. You're born with all that you need. Truth will set you free. Gallagher on the flute. We have another um, happening song for you. This song, this next song that we're going to do, I hope you can hear me, uh, is called Gator Tough. And I wrote it when Beth and I and the band were down in New Orleans. And it just so happens we were playing for some, I don't even know what we were playing for. It was a, a cutting edge music conference or something. Anyway, so it, like we won the prize to go down there and play for free. Uh, <laughs> but we did get another gig, another paid gig while we were there. And we, uh, you know, had a wonderful New Orleans experience. While we were down there, though, it was happened to be the 10th anniversary of Katrina. And little did we know, but we found ourselves down in the Lower Ninth Ward with a parade from the high school that was uh, at the Lower Ninth Ward. And we were just so moved and uh, touched by the resilience of the people in New Orleans that I wrote this song on the way back, driving down Highway 10. It's called Gator Tough. <laughs> Baton Rouge, Lake Charles, and Thibodeau, Lafayette, Bayou du Lac, 
Oh, I was missing a piece of my soul and I wanted it back. Well, I felt it stir. Knew I was getting close. The salty breeze blowing off the Gulf Coast. You know, I felt my heart beat strong across the Mississippi. When I heard that music down in the Crescent City, if you want to get up, you know you gotta get down. Don't waste your time upon the neutral ground. If you want to get down, you know you can't give up. Like folks in Louisiana, gator tough, gator tough, gator tough, gator tough. My soul was free in the big easy. I found my queen of the Mississippi. Now I really know just what it means, y'all. Yes, I know what it means to miss New Orleans. If you want to get up, you know you got to get down. Don't waste your time upon the neutral ground. If you want to get down. You know you can't give up. Like folks in Louisiana, Gator Tuck, Gator Tuck, oh Gator Tuck, Gator Come through, Sharon and Beth. Yes. 
I love it. You guys are incredible. Thanks again for being a part of the show and uh, people watching for having a good time. Tip them on Venmo and PayPal with a fist bump and a bourbon emoji. Um, thanks again, ladies. Uh, I do. I know um, I have one more question before we get into a game because my game's kind of short today. So, Kim, I hope maybe you got a couple more. I know you're prepared. She's prepared. Yeah. For the podcast listeners, she looks really mad at me right now. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, Kim has left. Kim's gone. <laughs> uh, no, I have a question. I saw because we did get to experience or y'all did. I'm in Kansas City right now, so we get it all the time. It's currently happening as we speak. We're about to get 10 inches of snow. But uh, Austin experienced it's, you know, every five year miracle snow recently. And you posted something on Instagram, your snowfall inspiration. Um, and you did kind of hit on it earlier, like when you're in the car, like how influenced are you by environment to write a song? And have you ever written a song about a shitty environment like the DMV or like a boring baby shower or something? Yeah, I think I've written. Um, I mean, I think the environment is actually what mostly inspires. I don't just like you know, grab songs out of the air, something comes across my whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, write a song about that. I was thinking today, it's so, it's so funny because I was thinking today, it's like, I just want to call somebody. And tell yeah, <laughs> I, I just, you know, let me write about it because I'm like out of ideas, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's because we haven't been able to go anywhere. I know. I started writing a, I started writing a song uh, yesterday and I started it in the car. On my way to church, I play at church, and uh, I'm like, oh, man, this is a groovy, bluesy song and everything. So I came here, and I started writing it, and I'm like, oh, damn, it's about the same damn thing. You know, the guy that, you know, messed you around, you got moving on, and all. It's like, so then I thought, well, I'm going to make this song about, I thought he was moving on. I thought he wasn't putting his arms around me, but it's because, remember that movie, The Sixth Sense? Yes. Ooh, we didn't know he was dead. Spoilers. Oh, no. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I could, I could write. Maybe I could do that. I don't think I'm that good, though. To, to oh, totally you can do that. Yeah. Right. To, to write it to where it turns out at the end of the song, you realize that, no, the guy didn't move on. Or I was, he wasn't that he didn't love me. It was because I was dead or he was dead. Yeah. I love that. Because if you were dead, then it's the others. Right. <laughs> What if you both don't know you're dead? Right. And it's Where's like, that movie? What if it's not a song at all? It's called The Other Sense. <laughs> That's the name of the song now. Okay. What if you write a song and it's not a song? <laughs> it's just like, getting freaked out. Kim, you're... <laughs> Kim's lost it. She's, yeah. she's lost it. I just heard my brain ping. <laughs> It, you know, I don't even know what to do with all that, you know? I, I, I was like, what do you do with that? It's a story it, it, of our lives. No one knows what to do with us ever, Sharon. It is a disease. It's a disease. All right, Kim, what's your question? Okay. Um, other than music and family, what is kind of like another love in your life? Like something else that hmm. said, if I wasn't doing music... Uh, this is what I would do full time. Huh. That's a good one. I wasn't doing music. That I'd probably be Richard Simmons. Yes, I was 
hoping you're gonna say. I was like, "Come on, with me, let's juice! Come on, everybody!" Yes, and we really needed Richard Simmons right now because where is he? Oh, I know. know Nobody know. I don't think Richard Simmons knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, I don't even know. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I would love that. And if I had a daytime, you know, talk show, I would completely have you on to do a segment of fitness. Thank you. Yeah. I think I'd be okay at it. I think you'd be great at it. Another dream is, you know, this is my latest dream, but I've always been big into horses and I had a couple of horses in Hawaii and I've been right now kind of shopping for some property where I could actually have a senior pet rescue and then maybe have a couple of horses and that would be my retirement, you know, and I would just live stream from my, my, my cabin. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds, that sounds perfect to me. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay, we're not crying. We're playing. <laughs> we're playing. Rescue that get you? No, yeah, no. It, it does. I follow a lot of dog hospices and like and and farm hospices. I'm a sad person like that, uh, and I don't have I don't have the will to do it because one, I'm broke, and two, I'm far too sad. Those animals need a mother, and I could not handle that. So, uh, all <laughs> on the real, real. Uh, I know that you gave onesies for christmas uh or you your kids showed up in onesies was that you're doing i love it yeah because she seems and and i got the vibe from the picture that they were that you were as pleased as like just as just Mm -hmm. made just made your day yeah oh yes and i love i love that shit and my mom my mom loves that as well like i I, i'm here for a onesie and i kept thinking like that's just one of the best christmas gifts it just truly is i'm Um, 31 and i think i have nine onesies so this is slowly going to turn into kim's hoarders (laughs) episode but it made me think of like good gifts and bad gifts because it's like a onesie is like the world's greatest quote-unquote bet like it seems like a silly gift but everyone loves them so i thought i would give you ultimatums of the worst gifts possible and you're gonna have to tell me of the two gifts i give you which one you would give as a gift re-give or re-give. and which one you would receive as a gift and you have Ooh. to choose one or the other like you have to Ooh. give one away to somebody you care about and you have to receive one of them are you ready Ooh, good okay okay Okay, so would you uh, the, the the give or take, which one would you want? Which one would you give? Is a bag of snakes or a jar of toenails? <laughs> what? We're starting off simple. That's pretty simple. I, I think I would keep the bag of snakes. A thousand percent. Give the toenails. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, giving someone a bag of snakes is only funny for like a split second, and then it's like we're going to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, no, I, I hate this? feet. Yeah, it, it, well, just the whole toenail thing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I feel like there's someone in our someone in all of our lives that would not only what? appreciate it but find it hysterical. Yeah, yeah. True. Wait, where's where's Beth? Did Beth leave? Yeah, she's right here. Like, how okay. long did it take them to save all those toenails? Right. Know? Yeah, like, Beth. Yeah. What is your Beth? What's Beth's uh, choice there? I go the same way. Snakes are beneficial, you know. They're yeah, like, we throw throw them in the yard. Okay with snakes. 
Yeah. yeah. Snakes are like, great for the environment. Yeah. You do a lot of stuff with them. What are you going to do with a jar of toenails? Uh, well, we're the one who oh, showed up looking like a witch. Both of them actually go in the compost pile. Yeah, you could compost those. We'll see. Okay, now we're just thinking of, now we're just doing okay. good. Okay, on next one. Next gift. Doing good. Uh, okay, give or take. A haunted item mm. or a straight up curse? Oh, haunted. Ooh. Like you give someone like a haunted necklace or a haunted piece of furniture or would you mm-hmm. give someone just a, or would you take a full-blown curse? Give or take. Now, am I doing harm to the other person? <laughs> that Who knows? It could be like a silly curse. Well, you can decide what curse it is. It could be like your curse uh-huh. to being allergic to butter or something. I don't, that's awful. That is not a silly curse. That is awful. <laughs> it's true. Curse someone to be allergic to the most delicious thing on earth. Kimberly, we know what kids butter. Are. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't eat, you know, I don't know, chocolate mousse. Oh, no. that, that would that would be hard. These are terrible curses. <laughs> I, curse I curse you with having too much money. Right. Oh. Come on. What guys. if it's like? What if it's like you have to you have to cut your toenails every day, and that's why they have a jar full of toenails? Absolutely not. Can we stop saying the word that, toenails? That vision. This is really embedded in I, my head of the jar. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to talk about toenails anymore. Kim's least favorite thing. Pedicure tomorrow, I right? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, fine. I mean, I feel like personally, I would want to. I would take the haunted item and give a Me curse because I'm yeah. yes, like that. a thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, because you don't I have like, to gift somebody. Like it doesn't. A gift doesn't have to be to a friend. You can right. gift something to an enemy. That. Ooh. And I have a long list oh, of people I would curse. curse, baby, all the way. So I'm keeping the. <laughs> Keeping the haunted spooky locket. Yeah, I kind of like that because that would be- I like it. Yeah. Okay. That locket can one- help me curse people. <laughs> this one's good. Um, the worst vacation ever or the ugliest car ever? I think I would keep the car. Yeah. I'll right, keep that the is car value. the worst vacation. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. We're very yeah, terrible. Take that people. Airbnb at Chernobyl. Say that. <laughs> no. We are very awful people. Because we're too an improv. Like, okay, we're gonna take the less terrible gift. Well, okay. And then I'm gonna give. Well, F. let's think about this though. Let's think about it, though. If it's the world's worst vacation and the world's ugliest car, the resale value on the world's ugliest car, you could take that shit apart for parts. But you can also do that with the world's worst vacation. You can sell those tickets. You can sell that Airbnb for credit, and you can go to you know Mykonos or whatever with that money. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But what's That's funnier? So it's the world's worst vacation until you've done it. Yeah. No. There we go. Can't sell the tickets That's anymore. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, you know. No, I'm thinking someone's got you, you know? like someone's got you the worst hotel ever in Chernobyl, and it's you know what I mean. Like that's not like worlds where like a, like unsafe, terrible, okay. Like there's no linens on the bed. Bad. You don't. Have, you can sell. You can sell that maybe beforehand. But the world's ugliest car as a gift is hilarious. It is, and you can put. But with Beth saying also, yes, exactly. But with Beth saying is kind of, you could take this awful vacation and you can make it magical. Yes, absolutely. 
See, Beth. So you're saying Beth or Beth is like, no, I'm actually saying that (laughs) about the car. I mean, you know, if it works and then who cares what it looks like? Um, But the world I have had the right. I hate spending a significant little window of my life someplace that I thought was worthy of a vacation and having it turn out to be worst. We've all Mm. had that. And man, that's stuff you just you think on for the rest of your life. I think the world's worst vacation I'm still on. It's just my life. Kimberly. <laughs> she loves her job. Join our Patreon. We have lots of fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do two more. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, you're a re-gifted item or something that you already have a hundred of. Like something Ooh. you already gave someone on purpose and they it was like thoughtful and they gave it back to you or someone gave you another fucking scrunchie or something. <laughs> I don't know. What do I even I have a hundred of? The one that I already have a bunch of, and then I would re-gift it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if, yeah. okay, technically though, if you have a hundred of something that you really like, like it's a collection, that could be Ooh, a really good like, gift. Ooh, I have another kitchen magnet. <gasps> yes i do love kitchen magnets so yeah but then like what if you get like an, a, another toilet plunger yeah. why do you have a hundred toilet i'm not a, don't answer that question um <laughs> we're not gonna like kim fall that okay this is, this this is the last one before we hear uh one more song then we're gonna cut the live feed this song is very serious so before we get into the serious question i would like to thank <laughs> some people Jake Farr, Farr Guitar Studios. If you need a guitar lesson while you are in quarantine, hit up Jake Farr. They do uh, virtual lessons. Also, share tea and share tea and her girl waffles. The chicken purse will sell you or buy your house during this time. Help uh, her help you find a place to live for this new year and reinvent yourself. Incredible lady and uh, just in general, like a nice person. So hit up share tea. She'll be able to help you out. Uh, share tea sells. Yes, Gerald T. Realtor and um, Gerald Bailey at Gerald Bailey's Kitchen or Gerald's Kitchen. Gerald's Kitchen. Gerald Bailey's Kitchen. I'm for the podcast. Gerald's Kitchen. There we go. God Mike came in. He came in. Well, I don't know what he was doing, getting a drink while I was having a stroke, but it's Gerald'sKitchen.com. You can uh, hit that up for that. Uh, Debbie Stanley's got uh, your house concert and concert needs during this time. We'd like to also give a special, special shout out to the Wallens, Jeff Plankenhorn, Brian Wolf, um, and his uh, D. Coyote, as well as our good boys and girls. It's mostly, it's, they're two boys, Earl and Ray. We just love and miss you. And we can't wait to see you when we're out of this. And uh, thanks to the people who've tuned in today. The last question. Oh, and Cheryl Stack. Hi, Cheryl. Hope to catch the beginning later. Oh, Cheryl, we as soon as we're done with this, it will be live back up and you can just restart it. And it will be in this glorious Groundhog Day loop for you. Um, that was a, <laughs> was a timely joke. Groundhog Day is coming up. Any hoozle. Uh, I wanted to say any hoozle again, but that joke has retired. Groundhog's Day. The last one. Would you give or take a dog with really bad farts or a super mean cat? Oh, I got to go with the farts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then you can just blame it on the dog. Hello. (laughs) And I already have a super mean cat. Her name is Celine Dion, and she's trying to eat my feet. Oh. <laughs> right there, right now? Yeah, she's under uh, my desk. She's on her plate. 
Yeah, she, she has a serving dish. It's like a cookie platter, like a ham, like a plastic ham platter that she lays on. Here There's she Celine. She's a big old mean girl, but she's real pretty. She sure is. Does she oh, okay. Her, you think? <laughs> oh, I have scratches. Oh. <laughs> oh, Kim's Kim's cut up on a regular basis. She looks like the Christmas ham that Celine Dion is replacing on that plate. Yes. Sometimes I like like yeah it's well but it's funny she sent me the most adorable celine dion picture the other day and i was like oh my god she's being so sweet and then she just texts me she bit me right after yeah she was like holding my hand with her little paw and i was like oh and then oh your own computer beat you like you said something horrible i got it i i did like and then she beep like what did she do kim (laughs) my god on that note before we find out what kim's cat actually did and we get tagged by the cia or the russians we are gonna hear and Peta and Peta. we're gonna hear one more song and cps if we're being completely honest uh we're gonna hear one more song Sharon bourbonnet and beth gallagher uh then we're gonna cut the live feed if you want to see more join our patreon uh chris will put it up there i'm sure it's already up there and sharon's and Sharon and join Sharon's Patreon. Sharon cool. There we go. And if you, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're already supporting Sharon on Patreon, like you can just like we're friends now, so you can like also support us for the Patreon list or the podcast listeners. I'm shamelessly plugging and flipping my hair with my butterfly clips. Love us back. <laughs> um, thanks again for joining us. We're going to hear one more song, then cut the feed. Hope to see you later on the Patreon, and um, we love you. We'll see you in a second. Here's one more song with Sharon and Beth. Okay, we're going to do a song for my mom, Party, Party, Dance, Dance. Texas, Rio Grande Valle, there's people dancing on the border while the guitar on play. On South Padre Island, along the Gulf of Mexico, is a party party weekend, said Joe King Carrasco. That's what my mama say. Get your party on. Get your party on. Chase your blues away. Chase your blues away. Party, party, dance, dance. Now mama told us what to do. Get your party on. Get your party on. And your dancing shoes. Yeah. People dancing in the street, y'all, till the break of dawn. They're dancing in the quarter along Frenchman Street. Party, party, dance, dance. 
That's what my mama say. Get your party on. Get your party on. The tissue blues away. Chase your blues away. Party, party, dance, dance. Now mama told us what to do. Get your party on. Get your party on. And your dancing Texas in the cowboy boots they're dancing down in Austin Houston, Dallas, San Antonio party, party, dance, dance till the cows come home party, party, dance, dance that's what my mama say you get your party on Get your party on. Chase your blues away. Chase your blues away. Party, party, dance, dance. Now mama told us what to do. Get your party on. Get your party on. And your dancing shoes. much ladies uh for joining us Ooh. this evening and providing such incredible entertainment you guys were amazing and we're so glad to have you on the show privilege <laughs> thank you uh we hope that everyone here tonight had a good time and we can't wait to uh see your comments and your likes and subscribes after this if you join the patreon tonight and uh recommend a friend we will roast them on the air it's yet to happen <laughs> But I'm hoping you something. Happy, happy birthday! We, I'm saying, she's so focused on roasting everyone. I said we could do an anniversary shout. I want it to burn. Let's talk about love. I mean, or we could be mean to your friends. It's 2021. Start off mean. That's all I'm saying. Uh, also, you should tip Sharon and Beth tonight. Uh, we've got the uh, Venmos tickered in the corner. But if you're listening on the podcast, it is at Sharon Barbonet. B o u r b o n a i s and paypal.me at Sharon Bourbonnet. That is how you tip them. Make sure you do a fist bump and a bourbon emoji so they know it's from the show. Um, we're going to cut this live stream, but we're going to record some exclusive content for y'all. So stay tuned for that on Patreon. 
We love you. Thank you, Kim. Love you dearly. Thank you. Love you. And thank you, Sharon and Beth. Uh, we're going to cut this feed and film some stuff for y'all. See you later. Bye. See you on the other side. Bye. Bye. Okay. Head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.